Hello, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, Free Will. So today I have a very special guest coming on over from Fashion by Lily podcast. I have Lily. Hello, I'm Lily. And if I think this podcast is really great. So I think you should definitely stick around because she has lots of interesting things to um, tell you. And my podcast is actually Fashion by Lily. So if you're into fashion and makeup, definitely go check that out. Yes, definitely. Well said. So how are you today, Lily? I am actually really good. How are you? I'm good. I'm just like relaxing. It's about three in the afternoon and drinking a cup of coffee. Let me know if you guys do that as well. So coffee always makes things better. So let me start off with... um, Free Will, that's the name of my podcast. And the reason I picked it is because I think that a lot, if not all of our decisions are consequences of our free will and how we go about that. Now, for those of you that do not know what free will means, um, this is what the dictionary definition of free will states. It says, the power of acting without the constraint of necessity or fate the ability to act at one's own discretion so that means with free will there is no blaming game or victimization because at the end of it all the decisions you make were were from your own doing so it's it takes away the pointing the finger aspect so it's time to face the truth and keep it real so yes let's begin with how free will affects us as children um well first of all when we're born um i would want to say that free will is not yours yet why because your mom and dad hopefully are taking good care of you you know, and doing everything for you, like they're deciding what clothes you wear when you're a baby, all that stuff. However, biologically, you have free will because, like, let's say you have to go to the bathroom. You're not going to hold it as a baby. You just go, right? (laughs) Your diaper. So also, if you're hungry, what do you do as a baby when you're hungry? you will mostly cry or go up to your parents to give them a hint that you want food because when we're born or like if we're like one some of us are maybe not able to talk so that's our way to express hey we want food give it to me now yeah we're expressing what we need by crying right mm-hmm. and that to me can be a little bit tapping into free will you're like hey right now i need food or hey, right now I need a diaper change, etc. Um, but free will comes more into play when we get older and we can actually speak and do decisions for ourselves, right? Yes. So, um, Lily, what is the earliest memory you have? Do you remember what age you were? Three. Three? Okay. Three. So at three years old, do you remember um what's the memory what do you remember doing or do you remember being happy child do you remember playing do you remember getting in trouble so i remember because my parents love taking photos of me and my brother and i remember taking a photo shoot with my brother and i also remember i was with my grandparents and i went on their bed and i was wearing like oh no i was with 
my grandparents and I was wearing like a tutu and I was like just going in the bed with them and I was just laughing for some reason but I just remember that memory like that's the clearest memory I have like all the memories I know that when I was younger was mostly about all the photo shoots I've taken as a baby actually nice yeah so you remember those memories fondly right happy times I wonder if wearing that tutu contributed to you being happy like being like, yeah, I'm wearing a tutu. All my I'm memories. Happy. All my memories. I was always so happy. Yeah. I was always so happy. That's nice. So see, a lot of you, I can argue the following. When we choose to be happy, that's also free will because we decide our attitude. No one else, right? Like your neighbor's not going to say, hey, get mad. No, they're, you're your own entity. So, yeah, free will is very, very interesting as it plays out and we grow older. So let's go into um, early childhood. Like, let's leave the toddler age. And I want to share something that happened um, when I was first grade, guys. Let's take Ooh. it back. First take grade. Back. Now, I think you've heard the story before, but I'm going to share it with our audience. Okay. And, um, okay, so it goes like this. I was in first grade, and I had a very good best friend, a best friend I called him. His name was Oscar. Oscar and I would hang out all the time uh, during class, but especially at recess. Uh, we would play on the swings. We would hang upside down. Uh, we would just be together all the time, just him and me all the time. We were thick as blood. Then um i remember that a new student entered our class and this new student i remember her name very vividly because that's how much she impacted me uh her name was elisenda so elisenda she was also in first grade and she came into her class like in the middle of the year i want to say and all of a sudden the dynamics changed she immediately gravitated toward oscar and at that point, I felt like Oscar was being taken away from me. Now, I don't know if that was Elisenda's intention, but that's how I worked it out in my mind. And I was threatened. I was threatened that my friendship with, with Oscar would not last. So I was a little bit scared and a little bit nervous, but also a little bit angry at Elisenda for doing this. Now, here is where free will comes in. First of all, I never talked to Elisenda about my feelings or Oscar. I simply held them in and I didn't say nothing. Do you think that was a good idea? Honestly, um, maybe not so much because, I mean, if you're having a problem and you're completely clueless, you have no idea what to do. That's... And do you feel like you can't talk to anyone? That's just basically isolating yourself, which can cost different things if you're older. But if you're younger, like a kid, and you don't talk about your feelings, it can really stress you out. And no one is ever going to know how you feel. And they can just completely block you out because they don't know what you're talking about. Because sometimes when you 
don't say something, you can be really angry and anxious. And because you're really angry and anxious, they don't know what you're going through. So sometimes you're just in a really bad mood and they don't want to be around you. That can cause you to lose a friend or to lose someone's interest. And so I think you should talk to someone about it because if it's really bugging you, you should definitely use your voice because we don't get a voice for no reason. Exactly. Beautifully put, Lily. And that's what I missed doing, guys. I didn't, I wasn't brave enough to talk my feelings out to my best friend, Oscar. Um, I think he should have been the first person I contacted because I trusted him a lot more than Elisenda, who had just joined her class. But also this feeling of jealousy. Um, all I mean, you could argue it came out of nowhere. But at that time, in my six-year-old brain, I had this jealousy sentiment that I didn't know what to do with. And all of a sudden, I just got mad at both Oscar and Elisenda. Yeah. And so it started being like a tug of war. So sometimes he would, after we all lived in the same neighborhood. That was the funny part. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I would notice that he started going over to Elisenda's house often. And we could see each other through the, our backyards because we, Elisenda and I had, um, we both had tree houses. So when I was on top of my tree house playing with my sisters, Sometimes she would appear and she would say, hey, guess who's here? And then I'm like, who? Or like, hey, just waving. And then I would see Oscar waving at me. And I was like, what? Why is he over there? Layla. Yes. I actually have a question. Um, okay, so Layla, at that point, did you, how did you feel? Like, sorry, it's the money. <laughs> 